Hi guys, welcome in to Nerd with a Phone Podcast, where it is always time to get nerdified. Welcome. Welcome to December 2021. Congratulations. We've made it, right? Now it's just time to get ready for 2022 to be coming right at you like some kind of crazy, bloodlusting beast. <laughs> just how it goes today, I think. But we're very excited because... Here on the podcast today, on tonight's show, we have a special guest, Jordan St. James. He's got himself a new podcast that he's part of. Um, <laughs> it's called Fair Enough Talk Show, and we'll talk about that a little bit, mainly over the next uh, couple hours here, one of the longest episodes this show has ever done. Uh, just a... A lot of conversation, a lot of fun to be had, and I hope you will stick around for it. We appreciate it very much. That's on its way next, guys. Be right back. (laughs) How's it going, bud? Good. Good. (laughs) Not bad. Yeah. Oh, man. Glad to see it's working, at least. I... We'll have to wait and see how it actually sounds. Might have to do some editing. Yeah. Uh, uh, every once in a while, everybody just sounds like robots. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Mm. I, you know, I, uh, when I first started doing my podcast, I was so worried about, like, my family finding out about it. Um, and, like, I started telling my friends, and then I got merch and stuff, and then my family started listening, to, and they're like, we love you, but the audio sucks in the beginning. <laughs> I'm like, I know, it's okay. Yep, because it all comes down to the thing I've discovered, um, for the most part, all uh, re- all recording apps are pretty well equal. It comes down to... Um, not even the phone. It just comes down to how the internet as a whole is behaving when you're recording. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, it's just, uh, it, it's one of those deals. If your region is having a hard time with internet outages or anything like that, then that's just going to be reflected in the sound quality. It's There's nothing you can do other than edit, try to edit it out. Right, right. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, and that was the other thing too. Is like, I, 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 uh, I never really got into editing either. So I kind of made it a niche that I don't edit my podcast because I want to, you know, be raw as possible, which is true. But like, I, I just don't edit. You know. Well, uh, the truth is, neither do I really. But I found um, a number of apps that make it. Um make it easy the most i do is like clip out a bit here or there yeah but um, i I found a few apps uh, particularly on the phone that will enhance the audio in some way or even naturally sometimes speed it up because sometimes i'm recording when i'm tired and i realize that a 0.5 increase in speed makes it sound like i'm not dead so (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) it's like all right there we go um i mean i i know when i first started yeah it was just what i'm doing now is talking into my phone um but i got a uh i got like a semi-professional microphone 
um, from Walmart for like $20. And then uh, when I started getting serious about podcasting, because I do another podcast called Fair Enough Talk Show um, with these guys in Canada. And we usually record over Zoom. Uh, I got myself a Yeti. So, uh, yeah. 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 See, I've got a Blue Ice uh, Snowball, and I haven't been able to upgrade um beyond that but even just that little upgrade uh that and my chromebook mm. um like you can tell the general difference it's so much better yeah. with, with the blue snowball and the chromebook versus the phone oh um, for sure you know but like uh yeah <laughs> microphones do make a difference um mm. like i mean i used to do the band thing back in the 90s the the, the bar band Oh, I hesitate to even talk about that because it was only like 20 shows total over like a six month period. But, mm. you know, still had to go through all that and, you know, never figured out um, mixing. Basically, right. that was the thing. Like nobody could ever hear me or if they could hear me, they couldn't hear the bassist or, you know, it's just like, yeah. It's so many parallels in doing podcasting is the thing. <laughs> it's funny because, like, you talk about doing like band stuff in the nineties. Um, and I was—I mean, I was born in ninety-two, so uh, I, I feel like a baby sometimes. But <laughs> like, yeah, like with with fair enough, we have one guy that's like twenty-one, and we have like someone that's twenty-two, and it's like I just—I feel so old. <laughs> yeah well i mean you know i felt like um at first um like i like i wouldn't have done a podcast Mm. at all it's just that i i really kind of fell into it um told the story before but um back in 2018 when the app uh anchor app first went public you know it had been in beta for a while and it had been on you know available on pc for a while but when they went public they put the app out and everything anchor did and um basically i was looking for a way to post some audio about an ongoing situation in in my hometown at the time uh where some kid had been hit um on a stretch of i-69 that they had not installed any um street lights on because it was more out in the county situation um and it it was you know supposedly just walking on the side of the road and yet still Mm -hmm. managed somebody still managed to hit them Mm -hmm. you know yeah (laughs) yeah i was gonna rant on facebook about that and i just didn't want to go on video and so i was like you know give me a recording app google and they're like here you go try anchor and when i was done recording it was like you've published your first episode what do you want to call your podcast and i'm like (laughs) i didn't want to make a podcast right Um, (laughs) what is this oh whoops (laughs) so there's my my first episode is called corn and a-holes um you know, because I basically like once I realized what it was, I deleted the original thing, put some thought into it, and just made a rant, right? You know, <laughs> and put that out. But like, yeah, and this whole thing was completely incidental. 
I mean, yeah, you know, I, I, I love it. I think that's, I think that's the best way to, you know, kind of get into things like, um, I, I keep talking about the other podcast I do, but we interviewed, um, this guy, Jason Anthony, uh, a couple weeks ago, who's like a voice actor. He's been in movies and he's been in video games and stuff. And he, he was in, uh, he played Otter in, uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Oh, okay. And yeah. yeah. And we asked him, we're like, so like, when did you know that you want to get into voice acting or like, how did you get your start? And he's like, you know, funny enough, uh, I, I never really set out to be a voice actor. It just kind of happened. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, you know, it's kind of the best way to, to go about it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, the old saying is it's better to be lucky than good because you can lose when you're good, but luck, you know, inherently is positive. Right. You know? yeah. <laughs> um, you're going to, you might hear a car honking any second because I, I live in like an apartment complex, but it's like a townhouse style, you know, and yeah. and every night between 8 and 8.30, a car pulls up at our neighbor's house and and just honks until the person comes out every night. <laughs> oh, oh, fun! Yeah, yeah. So, oh man! So, being the petty bitch that I am, I bought an air horn. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I, I don't have it anymore. But for a while, every time they honked, I'd do it back. And like the first time I did it, they're like, "Hi, who did that?" And I was like, "It's just so funny." <laughs> but. Oh yeah. Oh man. So I mean, more uh, more details on the other podcast. It's yeah. um, what what's it called again? So it's called Fair Enough Talk Show. Um, enough. But enough is spelled E N U F F. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I listened to probably the first uh, forty-five minutes of the most recent episode. And then I got home from work and I just haven't been able to go back and finish it yet. But um, yeah. Uh, So (laughs) are they serious about um, totally cataloging one of your co-hosts dating experience for the foreseeable future? Is that? Uh, (laughs) Well, we, so uh, I'm not proud of it, but if you go back and listen to, uh, some of the earlier episodes or we we talk a lot about my uh sexual adventures and we, uh, we talk we talk a lot about um a, a, a supposed third leg and there's a lot <laughs> there's a lot of talk of of adult actresses and we do have mature conversations but <laughs> adult films sex lives yeah. stuff like that it comes up a lot um as far right. as catalog, as far as cataloging, I don't know. Um, a few months ago, one of the hosts, Dragon, which is his real name, by the way, Dragon Pilgrim, the coolest oh, wow. dude ever. Yeah, dude, I love everybody I work with. I, I this guy Benny, his name's Anthony Benavides. He he's he goes by Benny. He does, um, he does rap battles, like real life rap battles. Like you ever seen Eight Mile? He does yeah. that shit. Um. And I don't mean to swear. I don't know if you swear or anything, but um, yeah. I've listened to a few episodes. But I just I've got, I haven't. I'll, I'll be honest. I haven't listened to, to Nerd with Phone in a while. I've just I've been so busy. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So he does that, and then he has uh, a SoundCloud where he has like a full album 
of like music that he's done. Oh, uh, that's cool. Yeah, and then Jacob, he's another guy. He he streams, not I don't not super often, but he's he's a streamer and he uh, <laughs> he's he's all right. No, he's a good yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Them. Dragon's good. He he um, it was funny because like I um I was on Twitter one day and I was trying to network and it was around the same time that I first connected with you. Um they had another they had another podcast called the Up Three Podcast and it was a sports based podcast. Yeah. Um and they're like, hey we're a sports based podcast. We're looking to start another show. And I'm like, I don't know anything about sports. I used to play them, but I'll I'll join, I guess. Right. Uh, and then we had our own show called Post Game. And then a couple of the hosts that we had on post game left and then they had a host leave on their show. And then, so we just merged them into fair enough. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the shuffle game is a, is a thing mm. um, for, um, for me as well. I just, uh, I wound up uh, being the only host on here, essentially, um, I, I still consider um, Dreadful Rock, aka John, my former roommate, co-host mm-hmm. of the show. But uh, like, we live on completely separate sides of town, different work schedules, everything else. So it's basically like, um, like when um, oh, what what's his face took over for Casey Kasem on the top, you know, forty or whatever. It's just like you know, you keep mentioning him, but he's never there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like yeah, it's one of those. Like, yeah, eventually he will be back on, but like, who knows when? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been I've been looking to start another podcast, like, or merge with an existing one, basically uh, video game themed. Excuse me. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. speaking of video games, that's a perfect segue because I had this uh, popped up. Um, on here because we we do just news pop culture video games movies television yeah. all that and um in 1994 tomorrow is i got today in pop history mm. pulled up for tomorrow december 3 1994 the sony playstation was released in japan oh yeah <laughs> oh buddy that original playstation <laughs> my my stepdad uh served in iraq and like afghanistan baghdad like he was in the middle east a lot in the 90s and he uh our first playstation was actually from kuwait oh wow and we and he bought a bunch of games but the only game that worked was a, a toy story game oh yeah i remember that game <laughs> oh man but that i mean to me that was the coolest thing in the world well, yeah, it was pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, even as a you know guy in his twenties at that point in time, it was just like okay, you know, because I I think actually, and this dates me super hard, but uh, like the um the teller at um, freaking uh, Blockbuster mm. was like, you know, I think I had actually rented Toy Story or something like that. It's like, if you like the movie, you ought to check out this game. You got a PlayStation, don't you? Know, like, of course. Like, asking me if I have a toaster. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, you should check out the game, too. I'm like, oh, all right, fine. It was like a dollar more to rent it. 
and brought it home and was like blown away by it. I was like, okay, I'm like, I, I, I expected to hate this. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I didn't. Ugh, Blockbuster. I remember those days. I remember Blockbuster going there on like a Saturday night. We got candy, we got popcorn, you know, get, get a movie. You know, do, oh. uh, what was the message? It was like, be kind, rewind on the tapes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, my favorite. Um, my favorite was when, and this only happened a few times because Blockbuster got to be pretty good mm. about finding out when this stuff happened and getting the tapes out of rotation. But my favorite was uh, when people would um, counterman the non-rewritable. And then, like, you know, midway through a movie, you would get, like, some part of a bar mitzvah or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't... Like... Yeah. Like, what what's going on here? My um, cousin actually once saw the uh, very end of a childbirth, the part where... Only the part where they hold the baby up. And it was like, who is, ta- who is writing a tape from Blockbuster? And then, like, just putting tape over the ends of the thing, countermanding the non-recordable thing, and then sending the tape back to Blockbuster. Oh, buddy. I uh, <laughs> I, I know... Uh, well, no, well, now they have, like, Redbox, I think it is. Mm. Uh, I don't... I, don't I, I haven't used it in forever, but, like, you know, you go to, like, uh, the grocery store, and there's, like, that Redbox where you can, you know, rent a movie, uh, and you have yeah. to return it. Uh, and I remember... I remember renting Ted 2. Oh wow! Uh, and I remember okay. renting it from there, and uh, I lost it. Uh, and I had to—I ended up having to pay for it. And then I found it like a week later, so I just kept it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, that was the original model of Netflix as well, um, where you could just get uh, movies in and everything. Mm. And uh, right before they went like straight streaming. Uh, I got, I don't know, like five movies for a dollar or something. Nice. Moved, <laughs> moved three times. And then finally, after like two years of trying to track me down, they, <laughs> they hit me with a certified letter that said I owed them $75 on five movies. Jesus. <laughs> like, That's intense. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'm like, I'm like I forgot it even when, like I I remember having Netflix. I just yeah. um, oh, okay, those are probably sitting somewhere in a landfill by now. Um, yeah, I mean let's let's talk about how there's 50 billion streaming services. Um, you know, you got Disney Plus, HBO Max, you got Paramount Plus, you know, Hulu, all all these places. And it's like, I don't have HBO Max, but everybody's like, hey, if you want to watch uh, Suicide Squad 2, or for the longest time, it was like, hey, do you want to watch Venom 2? Need HBO Max. Yeah. Um, you know, and I was like, I just, I, I just want to watch this one movie. I don't want to subscribe to this whole thing. Now, I ended up being able to buy Venom 2 anyway without HBO Max. Um, so that was yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, like what I wound up doing, um, like, I mean, everybody's like, oh, well you should do just do Google Mm -hmm. because you can use that anywhere. 
or Voodoo, because that's the Sony pictures and everything. And I'm just like, no, I think I will stick with the Xbox Microsoft uh, store when it comes to my video content, because until and unless Microsoft goes out of business, they will, you know, they will make it right some way. Like yeah. if you wind up losing everything that you purchased through them, you know, they will refund that and put it into your Microsoft account so you can use it on, you know, Microsoft Office or something, you know. Right. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Got Yeah, that would be the day of Microsoft going out of business. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do I, um, I have the Series X and then I have a PS4. Uh, I, I much prefer the Series X just because that's what I'm used to. Uh, yeah, I mean, I started off. Yeah, I started off with like PlayStation, Nintendo, all that. Uh, but just you know, as I get older, I've had every generation of Xbox, and and it's just I don't know, I'm just used to it. You know. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. The um, for me, it kind of went. Um, it kind of like has been Xbox ever since. Uh, <clears throat> Sony screwed the pooch with a six ninety nine PlayStation three launch. Yeah. Um, like like no, no, that's not gonna be happening. <laughs> um <laughs> that's not gonna be happening at all. Particularly when my big fat boy PlayStation two was still there and had a big old expansion port that they never ever used for nothing. Mm. I was I'm like you know, you could just increase the memory on this, make the games look a little better, and I'd be okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. And that's what the 360 appeared to be doing. Um, it was a lot more um, complex than that, obviously, but, like, yeah. I was like, no, nah, I will support Microsoft this round. Sure. And I've been there ever since. Uh, I, the original Xbox had one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, it was called Marvel's Rise of the Imperfects. Marvel's uh, Rise of what? What's that? What was it called? Marvel's Rise of the Imperfects. Huh. And yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was one of the first uh, fighting games, in at least in my memory, on a console. Uh, that had like the X-Men in it you know yeah. it had it had uh, a bunch of superheroes it had like Wolverine but his claws were like ridiculously long it had like Lady <laughs> it had like Lady Deathstrike it had a whole bunch of people it was a fighting game um, yeah and I've just I've been waiting for a remake I've been waiting for you know something um, and of course news broke this year that we're getting a Wolverine game oh uh, yeah which I'm so excited about He's he's honestly he's he's one of my favorites like of all time. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely yeah. the um the uh, one of the funner um, things for me is uh, I can remember um, because I'm old as dirt uh, when Wolverine showed up and I believe it was the Incredible Hulk or it might have been the, yeah it was the Incredible Hulk because Hulk went after Thing. But, um, yeah, basically, that was the first appearance of Wolverine was in Incredible Hulk. I forget the number. Don't kill me, nerds. Uh, 
but like yeah um and from the mo- from that moment it, like they didn't explain he didn't say anything he just showed right. up kicked basically kicked Hulk's butt and disappeared and yeah. it's like um and you didn't like he wasn't in the next issue he wasn't part of the X-Men yet um Alpha Flight hadn't came out yet like who was the mystery guy that just stopped the crap yeah <laughs> you know Huh. I'm, yeah. I'm going to say something incredibly controversial uh, okay. and it might get me canceled. <laughs> uh, I've I've never read a comic book. Uh, yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's fine. Uh, particularly today, um, you know, it, it's a good segue into something else. You don't have to read them anymore um i would highly recommend actually um although some of them are behind paywalls but most of them aren't uh marvel studios and disney have put out a great number of podcasts out there that cover um and so has uh, dc for that matter mm-hmm. but um like pretty much any of the great comic book storylines that haven't been covered correctly um in the movies or uh, television yet are available in a podcast format with like sometimes the voice actors from the cartoons and things like that. Um, you know, and you know, it's a different experience experiencing a comic book story like in a radio play form. Yeah. You know, it's a completely unique thing. Um, that is kind of a callback to, you know, the shadow knows that kind of thing, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Wolverine's just one of those guys, you know. He's he's just one of those characters that sticks with you. Um, I think, you know, it's funny too. Is like he has a brother. Um, uh, Hugh Jackman has a brother. Yeah. Uh, who was in the Hannibal TV show? Uh, <laughs> with uh, with uh, Mads Mikkelsen, right? Okay. Yeah. So he so he played opposite Mads Mikkelsen. He played. Uh, this this detective and I was like you know this dude has a lot of same mannerisms he sounds like Hugh Jackman a little bit except without the accent and like I'm like this dude could be a good replacement he's not as buff like he's super scrawny and I look it up and I'm like they're brothers all right (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. I didn't even know Hugh had a brother that's interesting and (laughs) Shout out to Hugh Jackman because he he has a coffee company called Laughing Man and he donates 100 percent of the profits to like help struggling farmers in like third world countries, you know. Oh hell yeah. 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 And to take nothing away, you know, from Hugh Jackman, but um like and I'm not sure about his age anymore or anything like that, but um, a, a number of years ago, probably four or five years ago now, so who knows, maybe he doesn't look the same, you know, and yeah. um, pl- plus, I'm pretty sure he's more of a producer, director with actor tagged on there only because of who Sonny is. But um, Clint Eastwood's son um, looks exactly like him if he would just get his haircut like his dad used to do it. Yeah, when, when he was his age, and um, the uh, creators like Stan Lee and everybody. Um, 
the people behind creating Wolverine, um, based Wolverine off of Clint Eastwood's The Man With No Name. So it's just like, you know, put Junior into, you know, a few weeks of working out. (laughs) Don't need to teach him how to act because of whose kid he is. He's probably running lives with his dad at seven. Yeah. You know, so boom, Uh, see how that goes. But yeah. And then, and then you have, and then you have, Probably the the leakiest movie of all time coming out uh, with zero security, seeming like Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm uh, it's it's honestly like it's like I'm going to go see it. But like, I feel like the entire movie has leaked online. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I've managed to stay 95 percent spoiler free. Yeah, but but even in the you know with just sticking with the trailers and everything like that, it's just like I don't know, man. Like it, it seems like you're gonna have to see it in movie theaters, right? Or have an ability to watch it on a hundred inch plus screen in mm. order to for it to be enjoyable at all. You know, because it's just like yeah. like I don't know. It's weird. I don't know how to say this. But um, the thing that was working about the Marvel movies was that they were making comic book style things happen in not precisely comic book ways, even though it would all fit in a comic book. I don't, you know, this may be where the movie fans and the comic book fans actually start fighting again. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I mean, and, you know, when you, when you look at No Way Home and then you look at Doctor Strange to the multiverse of madness, I mean, there are honestly so many possibilities. Like there's talks of like the X-Men joining the MCU and, you know, there, I mean, it's just, yeah, I don't know. I'm a huge fan of the theory, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of, um, comic books and everything like that and I'm a huge huge fan of Marvel I'm just super tired of Marvel properties being the only ones that get anything going and that was true before Disney took over Mm. and it's going to continue forever when there were like you know what I'm saying like there's some DC properties I've never been able to get into Um, a good example recently was Shazam and whoever made that movie did a really good job of making it something that I liked. Whenever I picked up the comic book, I'm like, this is like Archie, but dumber. How did you do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How can you be dumber than Archie? Archies are dumb. Um, yeah. <laughs> but then the Shazam movie was actually funny and entertaining. So it's like, all right fine maybe i've been wrong about dc and then they do something like suicide squad right and i'm like okay i like like one thing in that movie and she has a name and that's about it Uh, yeah (laughs) i mean i I, they amanda waller as a character is honestly my least favorite character like in any movie ever 
yeah. And I don't know why. Like it's just the the actress is perfect. But I just you know, sometimes you watch a movie or a show and you're like, you got to give props to the creators because when they can get an actual like visceral emotion out of you and make you really hate somebody, it you know, mm. they've done a really good job. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. The um oh man, for years um like take it over to X Files here, but for years like uh the man who played the cigarette smoking man on X Files, if I saw his name um anywhere on a show, I wouldn't watch it because I hated the character on you know, I hated the cigarette man, smoking man so much in that performance that I associated them so much. I couldn't watch him in anything because of that role. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I was I like, mean... no, I, I want you dead. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and then there's being typecast as well. Like, um, take Jim Parsons, right? He was on however many seasons of big bang theory he was, um, he can be yeah. in he's been in a few other things he was in home he was in uh, a couple other things but i feel like people might always see him as sheldon you know oh uh, yeah and and it's the same with matt smith you know like i've mentioned before like huge doctor who fan my avatar is modeled after doctor who and i've seen matt smith in the terminator i've seen him in the crown i've seen him in a bunch of other stuff but i can never see him as anything other than the doctor you know oh yeah yeah yeah. Well, it's like, um, uh, well, yeah, I, I, I do the same thing with Pierce Brosnan. Mm. Um, he's been in several, several things. Um, most of it post Bond has been in some kind of spy situation or what have you. But the first time that happened was when he was still playing James Bond. He did the Thomas Crown Affair reboot. And I just figured it was like a side mission to the upcoming movie. Mm. Was, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah like like it's the same type of thing like like uh, but then again some people just make an entire career out of playing themselves that's all sean connery ever did right in, in any sean connery movie he's not playing a role he's just being sean connery just I mean, sean connery and burt reynolds definitely yeah. two people that were one of a kind yeah definitely 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 um and if we're going on to the female side of that, I would have to throw in uh, um, Linda Hamilton. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like everything, like even when she was playing the more feminine roles, she was still a the gutsy chick that you didn't really want to mess with. Like, <laughs> oh no, absolutely, you know. Yeah, just like I mean. I'm sure there's more actresses besides her uh, if you go further back, but like Linda Hamilton was like the kind of empowerment that women wanted, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, I was a fan of uh, Xena, the warrior princess. Mm. I was, yes. a big fan. I was a big fan of that. And uh, it was funny because if you watch parks and rec, she shows up in the last season, I think. The last season or two. No, it was last, like, I think it was like the second to last season. She shows up as a, a Ron's love interest. And uh, 
Oh uh, yeah, Lucy Lawless. Oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, and and speaking of like women and Doctor Who and stuff, I saw the most article. I don't know if you saw it, but there was a there was a, an MP. There was a, a government official in the UK that was basically like, because the Doctor is a woman, that has left men without uh, a role model and an increase in violent crime among men. Oh, boy. Which which is, like, one of the most absurd things I've heard, you know. Okay, and, you know, statistical... um, All I have to say about that, um, because I am sort of a sports nerd, too, Hmm. I mean, there are statistical anomalies sometimes, right? Like, um, okay... So, there's a trend in the NBA right now of everybody shooting threes, Mm. whether statistically it's the right thing to do or not, okay? So, because by the numbers, by the pure math of it, um, even if you hit less of the threes that you take, you still gain more points. So, therefore, statistically, it's supposed to always be best to take a three. But sometimes you have to pass inside in order to open up the three. Right. So the NBA is sort of hitting a wall with that. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with that, there's a logical fallacy that nobody has ran into yet because all the to these young players' credit, everybody right now is knocking it out of the park. But, like, you know, in 10 years' time, will everybody still be nailing threes like this? I doubt it. It's it's an, an impossible rate to keep up. The right. threes are getting hit so often. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I think, I think the thing is too, is like people get comfortable um, when things are a certain way for so long and wow. the slightest change to it. Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You know, because the doctor is supposed to be this alien that essentially explodes and changes into a new person every time they're mortally wounded, right? Um, And so, theoretically, it could be anything. But until Jodie Whittaker took over, since 1963, it's been a white man. Yeah. And anybody who hasn't, and spoiler alert, anybody who hasn't seen this last, the last two seasons, they've introduced. William Hartnell was supposed to be the first doctor. Now they're introducing the theory that the doctors had multiple lifetimes that has been erased from their memory and yada, yada. And they've introduced a black woman doctor. Um, And it's like, I kind of like that, but I feel like some people it, I feel like some people who let's say use James Bond as an analogy, right? You grow up, it's always been, uh, you know, this suave white guy. Um, they've been talking about having a black woman as James Bond or as a uh, 007. And, and I mean, I can see people going, well, wait, hold on. They, they've done this certain thing for so long. <coughs> I just, I don't like when they use things like, you know, Oh, Hey, a woman is playing an alien on TV. That must mean, uh, or that must be the reason for violent crime. Like, like, <laughs> shut up. That's like, I, I get having an opinion. I get it being really weird for some people. Uh, but you know, come on. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, um, 
the thing about that too, all right, and I can I can speak to that a little bit like that. I mean, because I mean, I, yes, I have a lot of views myself, right. um, being Gen X, that are pretty much you know on the verge of being canceled right now. Anyway, but I also understand where everybody's coming from because I'm Gen X. So, you know what I'm saying? I saw how my dad's generation was so intolerant of everything. I I am actually willing to stop and say, okay, why am I wrong again? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so. No. I mean, and it's it's all about how, like, you were raised too, right? So, or or not how you were raised, like, the maybe the generation that you grew up in. Because, like, my grandmother sweetest person in the world she'll stay still describe african-american people as coloreds yeah she doesn't mean to she's not racist she just that's what they were called when she was growing up well yeah well uh, literally the ids back then like i've seen pictures at the african-american museum down here um the 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 id the photo id literally said colored id on it it's like for real are you insane um <laughs> like Jeez. i mean not only is it like offensive it's redundant yeah like like that's multiple levels of stupid history what were you thinking um <laughs> well yeah it's like it's like she she was trying to describe a movie coming out um and she was like you should go take your kids to see the Marvel movie with the black guy in it. Okay, which one? Black Panther? No, 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 no. The the Marvel movie with the black guy. She was trying to say Eternals, mm. um, which I have not seen yet, but I plan on it. Um, I've heard mixed reviews. I want to see the um, Wu Shang or oh Shang Shang Chi, yeah, Shang Chi, yeah. Like, I, I mean, I, I know nothing about that character, so yeah. I'll be able to decide whether or not it was a good movie easily. <laughs> I mean, I've <laughs> I've heard from people that it, Shang-Chi is probably one of the best, like, movies, Marvel movies. Um, I haven't seen it yet, you know. Yeah. But, um, you know, speaking of Marvel movies, uh, I think Mark Ruffalo does an incredible job as Bruce Banner. Uh, Edward Norton will always be my favorite. Hmm. You know, just just the way his Hulk was. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a huge Norton fan. You know, typically he was good in like American History X, and he was good in in Hulk. I think. Um, yeah. But just the, just the savagery that his Hulk expressed, and his look, and and just that fight with Abomination, honestly, is my is one of my top five favorite scenes in any Marvel movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because basically, like, that entire scene, the scene you're talking about, is um, basically what that uh, 360 Hulk video game was based on. They're like, okay, we're going to make an entire game out of that scene. Right. You know? (laughs) Speaking of that game, I'm craving another Hulk game. Like, Avengers was okay. Um, It was far from perfect, but... Do I I played that 360 Hulk game to death? <laughs> um, I don't know if you'll remember, but there was a Spider-Man game where you could play as Venom, but it was poisoning you, so you had to like eat children or eat people with like balloons. 
And I very, very clearly remember this game, but I just, I can't remember which one it was. I don't know. Like, my brain keeps wanting to say Maximum Carnage, Mm. but because that would be Carnage and Venom, but if Spider-Man's in it, then that's not it. Yeah, yeah, because it was like a a Spider-Man themed game. Um, It might have been for I don't know if it was for PS2, GameCube. Uh, I don't remember what it was for, but it was one of the earlier systems. Hmm. Um, hmm. Well, if, yeah. that was a, if it was a GameCube cube game, that would explain it, because I'm still discovering GameCube games to this day because I didn't own it at the time. I had a PS2, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was being snobbish about it, so... I, I'll, GameCube have had some really good gems. Um, you know, I played. There was a Pokemon game that I played. Uh, it was like Pokemon Stadium or something. Uh, that was really good. Um, but and I know the um, the sequel to um, Rogue Squadron was on there, um, and everybody says that it was pretty much the best Star Wars game made to date. Yeah, and I'm and I'm just like, well. Okay, if you say so. Stuff. Man, the only reason I haven't played it again, I mean, like, I mean, I, I have access to a GameCube right now thanks to my roommates, but good luck finding the game. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Force Awakens was a good series. They did, I think they did two games. And then Jedi Fallen Order, I had a lot of fun with. Um, it, it was weird for me, though, because. Um, the you know Cal in in Force Awakens, um, is you know he's the guy from Shameless. He played oh, okay. Ian, Ian Gallagher on Shameless, the the redhead. Um, and it was just weird for me because I've just started Shameless. I've known about it for a while, but I've just started. I'm on like season two, um, and it it's just it's weird. You know, it's weird for me to see him in that show and then play Fallen Order, but it was such a good game. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> what was the first video game you remember playing? Oh, the very, very first. Yeah. That's easy. Literally Pong. Pong, yeah. Literally Pong. Um, and I remember, <laughs> funnily enough, I remember being utterly unimpressed with it because my cousins had a real ping pong table and I'm like this sucks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like even back then uh, my standards were way too high. Like okay, great. We we'll have something to do other than watch moving images. Come back to, <laughs> come back when there's something to do. Uh <laughs> that was basically my review as a 5-year-old. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. I I like pong. I you know I like simpler games like that. I know um I know when I was younger I think my dad just kind of wanted to shut me up. So like at what was it? Four or five maybe. Uh I played the original Duke Nukem game. Oh yes. You know, yes, yes, yes. and at like four years old, I'd run around the house, be like, "Those alien bastards shot up my ride," you know. And yeah. My mom, <laughs> my mom was not too happy. They were obviously divorced, and my my dad would do stuff like take me to Hooters, and he'd be like, "Hey, tell your mom it's a fancy restaurant." 
where like I went, I was five years old. I went to my first wrestling show, WWE. Uh, uh, I had like front row tickets. I got sprayed with Stone Cold Steve Austin's beer uh, <laughs> at, at like five years old. And, and my, my mom uh, gets a five-year-old coming home smelling like beer. <laughs> she just oh and and i don't know if i informed you but i the original twitter account that i had got permanently banned uh, oh wow because for quoting duke nukem <laughs> um i it, yeah it, there was a um there was a post and it was like what's your favorite video game quote and so i was like i'm gonna rip off your head and you know crap down your neck you know yeah, and uh, Twitter was like, "Hey, you're inciting violence, banned." <laughs> I was like, "Really? That gets you banned?" But uh, really, okay, I'm not going there. All right. Yeah, well, the internet is too like I understand zero tolerance hmm. kind of sort of needs to be a thing right now since nobody can use their inside voice, but yeah. but at the same time, like. Okay, so over on Facebook, um, my family has a deep military history. I didn't serve myself, but I've got lots of cousins who did and everything like that. So I, I have information related to Veterans Affairs and things like that constantly on my timeline. Mm-hmm. Somebody in one of the groups shared a um, from the VA. Um, veterans that uh, served between 2001 and 2012, they're entitled up to between $100 and $200 more on Social Security when they file. Mm-hmm. All right. So I reshared that. Well, and the reason for the partly false was because all veterans are eligible for a $100 to $200, um, you know increase in their social security but for being a veteran and it's just like well okay fine but it didn't expressly say that that wasn't the case right. it was merely it, the only people getting that letter would have been people who served between 2001 and 2012 hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah no i get it yeah absolutely <laughs> it's like it's like you're just pulling a gnat out of that you know you're pulling hairs you know yeah like don't threaten me with lowering how often my posts get seen because I shared a factual thing. <laughs> I uh I lost access to Facebook dating because I got um an account warning for bullying. And what had happened was my friend was trying to do this whole body positivity thing and this this guy was just crapping on her hard. So I called him a soulless cunt and I I yelled at him quite a bit um and facebook was like hey no you're bullying um and you're you know you're we're gonna take away access to this feature but it wasn't even a dating feature and i wasn't threatening him you know like so honestly sometimes people and and entities like this they just it they just go too far you know yeah well yeah 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 the crazy but like i've seen the other side of that as well um, because before I, I did the podcasting thing, mm. I was a person that would go on the blogs and get on 
you know, and just have discussions. They call it internet trolling now. We didn't consider it, you know, trolling, I don't know, 15 years ago. It was called lively discussion. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> oh, no, I agree with you. I, it, we've, we've definitely gotten softer, like, <laughs> as, as a gener, as a generation and, and as, you know, people in general, I think it's okay to have safe spaces. It's okay to like, I'm not saying anything against anybody, but like, you, you definitely have to be a lot more careful. Like, um, I don't talk about politics or religion ever, but I feel like if I can sit down with someone and, you know, have a genuine conversation about differences, about whatever, uh, like I thoroughly enjoy those conversations, even if I have dif- disagreements with the other person. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, because everybody's screaming at each other, both sides, everyone's screaming. And I'm just like, dude, there's no need for it. I have, I, know. I, I have, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm getting a little heated. <laughs> I, I have, <laughs> I have a matching tattoo with somebody who I'm not friends with anymore. And I'm not friends with them because they were mad that I voted for a different person than they did. And they couldn't handle that. <laughs> like, like, are you that fragile of a human being that, that we have differences and you just can't handle it? Really? Well, yeah. I mean, and on some, uh, like on some things, there's probably a time to step up and like, you know, like everybody's got a different I think it's fair to say everybody's got a different tolerance level. Right. And like at a certain point life throws so much BS at you that you gotta cut something out and if you're not cutting yourself out of it, which nobody should ever do, um mm. then you know, something's gotta give. So I mean I get where people come to that decision, but it doesn't make it any less mm, well <laughs> painful. I mean yeah. So if somebody's like, hey, I condone violent crime, I condone terrorism or pedophilia or whatever, obviously there's exceptions. Yeah. But if <laughs> if we have differences like, hey, I believe in this and and it's not something that massive, but I don't care. Like if you're a good person, you're a good person. That's all should that should matter, you know? Well yeah. Like the like the craziest thing to me and I'm like I mean, obviously, like, you know, we're going to get a little political here. Yeah. But, um, like, I grew up in the South, in Tennessee. And, like, one of my best friends, actually, technically two of my best friends, were black kids. And one was my age and one was the older brother, you know, who basically made sure to babysit both of us when we went to the arcade or whatever. And, like, that family... Um, he had a Dodge Ram, the older brother, 16-year-old, had a Dodge Ram with a Confederate flag on the back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, it, like, and then you fast forward all these years, everything like that, and I mean, like, we we were all fans of Dukes of Hazard and all these things, and it's just yeah. like, I'm looking, and I'm looking around now, and I'm just like, what happened to the people that I grew up with, that, 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 am I the only one still alive? Is that what, you know, it's like, what happened? <laughs> uh, I get it, man. It's, it's frustrating. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm only, I'm uh, only at the ripe young age of 29. Uh, I'm, I'll be 30 in May, but uh, it, yeah. Well, I mean, you, you would have more insight to, um, the previous 20 years mindset 
than I would. I mean, obviously I was here, but I'm, you know, every, what what did they say? It's the uh, the bubbles, right? So you're only aware of what you're aware of, basically. And like, so I really have no idea what the average thirty year old thinks, you know, about how the world is today. <laughs> it's like I don't know. It, people seem to be having a good time. And then the people, a vast majority, seem to just be angry, like you just said. So, like, I don't know. <laughs> you there? Oh. I think we cut out. I think you muted me, bud. Ah, ah, all right, good. There you are. Okay. Got worried. Yeah. It uh it just kind of cut out there. It's it, it basically I think it um cuts at an hour and then then it picks back up, but it doesn't give you any on-screen notifications about that. It just kind of does it. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. I was worried. I was like, "Oh, crap. We were doing so good." <laughs> oh. Um, and that's okay. That's okay too. Yeah. Um, th- th- that's the w- that's the one thing about being your own producer, right? It's like ah, sometimes I want somebody there to be like, okay, speed this up a little bit, or oh, you know, just have somebody chime in and be like, okay, maybe we should just change the subject. Yeah. Send all your mail to this web address. Um. <laughs> You know? It was a sign. We were like politics, and Anchor was like, "Nope." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh man. Um, let's see. Yeah. So back to video games. I I take pleasure in the simplest games, like Pong, helicopter. There's this helicopter game where you know you have to hold your finger on the screen. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Helicopter. Yeah. yeah. I take pleasure in games like that, but I also thoroughly enjoy games that are essentially carbon copies of previous versions. So like the Far Cry series, you know, mm-hmm. I've played Far Cry 4, 5, New Dawn, and then I just beat Far Cry 6 a couple weeks ago. Um, and I, yeah. just, you know, it's a lot of the same kind of stuff, but I don't know. I enjoy it. It's the same reason that... I've beaten Spider-Man Miles Morales three times now. You know, oh, wow. same, same reason I've watched the show Community three times throughout. You know, like <laughs> it, there's a comfort in it. You know. Oh yeah, oh yeah, man. The um, I think it was Far Cry Three is the only one that I've actually um, enjoyed. Yeah, um, like it's disappointing. To me, in that respect, because like I like I've tried to play one and two, and I've I've tried a couple others, and everything, but uh, it comes down to my skill level, yeah. And I know, and I know that the um, 
you know, settings are adjustable and everything like that. But it just like it comes down to the gameplay mechanics and something about I mean, it's all beautiful. It's nice to look at. Yeah. Operate in that world. Like I just like like suddenly I forgot how like like it's my first video game. And but for some reason, Far Cry 3, that wasn't the case. And to this day, I can still play that game and have a fun time with it. But the rest of them is just like, no, this one ain't for you, bud. Like, oh, okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know? I mean, was it, I think it was Far Cry 5, I think, it was the first Far Cry to introduce, like, companions. Okay. Uh, and they had a, a grizzly bear that was almost bulletproof and explosion resistant named Cheeseburger. Oh, that's great. Um. I loved Far Cry 5 followed Joseph Seed in the cult and there was a bunch of religious tones to it and um, they had it got a little boring because there was there was one companion named Grace Armstrong who was a sniper and Mm -hmm. you know because each companion has a different thing Um, and she was so overpowered so OP I loved it but at the same time I hated it because she could take down an airplane in one shot. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And I don't know. It, it was like uh it's like cheat codes in a game. Like they kind of ruin the fun, but they also make it a little more fun. It depends on if you overuse them or or, or you know, it, it's okay to use cheat codes, <laughs> I think, as long as you're not like making yourself invincible, giving a million dollars, you know, auto complete all the tasks. Like as long as you're not just you know, completely overdoing it. I think they're okay. Man, speaking of, of things like that, like being OP, one of my favorite games of the last 10 years is Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I don't have PC. And so one of my favorite things is watching uh, YouTube channels that uh, do the modifications, right? Mm-hmm. That do the mods. And um, for the single-player campaign, uh, this one YouTuber... Um, made it to where um, instead of pulling out in a duel, instead of pulling out the regular revolver, you know, the revolver in Red Dead, um, basically they would pull out the double-barreled shotgun every single time, the sawed-off shotgun. Nice. And and so they're just blowing heads off, (laughs) you know. Yeah, <laughs> like the zombies in Resident Evil, and I'm like, that that I mean, okay, that's funny, but like, th- there's no skill in that. You don't even really have to aim anywhere near the face. You just gotta get in the general vicinity. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Um. It was well. It was like, like I said, one of my favorite games of all time was the 360 Wolverine game. Um. And there's a cheat code where you you essentially can make him have infinite life and vulnerability. Um, and one of the fun mechanics of the game, one of the fun bits is when he gets shot, there's a bullet hole and you can see it heal. Uh, and so you put the health glitch on and you can literally have him shot down to an adamantium skeleton um, and watch his whole body heal. Um, and it, it, it was kind of cool, but at the same time, it's like there, none of the enemies posed a threat, you know. <laughs> like you could stand in front of turrets and like slowly walk towards them, and uh, I liked that. But at the same time, uh, I I had replayed the game without it because it again it just there's no challenge, you know. 
Oh yeah, 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 definitely. Um, what another overpowered situation? I just I don't remember the names of these things. That's the problem. I have a terrible yeah. memory sometimes. But um, Metal Gear Solid Five, The Phantom Pain. Mm. Uh, one of my favorite things ever to do, and it's really really fun. But like it works on everything except boss. Um, if you can take and put a balloon on them and have them shipped off to your mother base, and like if you could manage to sneak up to it, you can attach these balloons as long as you've got them upgraded. Mm. So like, you know, there's a tank, and it you know it, it's right. between you and where you need to be. <laughs> Boom! Balloons just lifts it away, and now it's your tank. Like you know, yeah. <laughs> was it? I'm trying to think of the game. Was it? Uh, I think it was just because four, maybe. Uh, they had uh, a tool that you because you know just because four the main character has like this thing on his wrist that can serve as like a grappling hook, and it's like a multi tool, right? Uh-huh. And you can modify and upgrade it again. Balloons, where you can shoot a balloon at an enemy or shoot a thing at an enemy, a balloon will quickly inflate and just up in the sky. <laughs> and if you attach three of them to like a car or a tank, yep, boom, gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's uh, I, I, those two ideas may have spawned from the same kernel, like the creator of Metal Gear and and the creator of that game were at a bar or something, you know. Yeah, but, <laughs> you know what would be fun. <laughs> um, I want to give a shout out to my brother. Uh, he's a video game designer, and he he hasn't worked his his studio is called SkyMap, and he hasn't. Or it's not his studio, but you know, yeah, um, yeah, I got you. And he he's worked on possibly one of my favorite games, and I'm not saying it because he he worked on it. There's a game called Spellbreak. Okay, I've heard of it. Yeah, I've actually heard of it. Super fun. It's, it's, it's got animations. It's kind of cartoony, kind of like Fortnite is, but there's no building. It's not. It, it doesn't have the same stigma as Fortnite. It's there's no weapons. It's just a battle royal with magic. Ah, so fun. You can do fire, lightning, ice. Obviously, you can switch them up. You open chests to get upgraded gear and weapons, and honestly, anybody who hasn't played Spellbreak, go do it because it's it's a lot of fun. I've streamed it a few times on Twitch, and it's a lot of fun. Ah, cool. So, yeah, yeah. I've seen. Um, I've actually seen a couple um, YouTubers um, talk about that as part of their um, in video promotion. So right. yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Well, yeah. six degrees of separation, as they say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it, yeah. When we do, when we do, uh, fair enough. We uh, occasionally do a, a segment called Fair Enough After Dark, which is like a Patreon only type video, and you know we will play games like um, we've played this Cards Against Humanity game online. Uh, this geo tracker game, which is super fun, you have to kind of guess where you are, and it's like it shows you Google Maps and it you know blurs out phone numbers and signs and all that, and you have to kind of guess, and it's kind of fun. 
<laughs> and uh oh, hold on. Uh oh. All right, I'm not going to touch the phone because I accidentally hit something, and it says this recording is happening now. Tap the button below to jump right in. Huh. Well, I, I think I sent another. Um, I think I sent another invite because I thought we completely lost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. So yeah, you can probably just ignore that. <laughs> hey, it's fine, man. It's fine. Oh, it's a pain. It. Well, I had hit accept, and then it sounded like there was two of you and two of me. So I thought there was somehow two recordings. Yeah. But... Well, well, there is two recordings right now. Um, right now, when we get done, mm-hmm. um, you're gonna have a copy, and I'm gonna have a have a copy with the idea being that like in theory you could send me your copies and then I could merge them later. Yeah. But but that nah, that's okay. And or if one of the strings of information was corrupted then there would be a backup. That's how Anchor does it. So Yeah. Um it's one of those. I Not think ba- Yeah. I think if we're talking about cheat codes and games like that, I I don't think we can talk enough about um, Saints Row. Uh, <laughs> there was one where you're the president of the United States um, and aliens abduct you, right, and put you in this simulation and you gain superpowers like super strength and the power to like create a nuclear explosion, run super fast, all that. Um, right. I don't know if you've ever played it, but it's ridiculously fun. <laughs> yes. Um, another one that the the 3D environment messes with me, but um, yeah, I have played it, but I, I super enjoy watching people play it. Um, like, yeah, it's, it's the weirdest evolution of Grand Theft Auto ever is what yeah. that entire series is. It's like, like, okay, let's forget all the rules and just do whatever the hell we want. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I liked Saints Row 4 or 3. I think Saints Row 3. I liked, there was one where you can like own stores and you can upgrade them and you can earn money. And, you know, if yeah. the store is under attack, so you have to go defend it, you know? <laughs> yeah. But. And I, and I think GTA, it's definitely a missed opportunity because like, you know, in GTA, which I've, I've been playing since it came out, uh, it, it GTA 5, you can have different businesses and, you know, but none of them are like, none of them are self-sustaining or like passive income. Like you have to, I mean, I guess there's the arcade um, and the nightclub, but. I don't know. I think, you know, to own your own business, like a clothing store, have a bunch of different options, uh, you know, a gun range and then own a, uh, own a clucking bell. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> or a murder or, or, or a burger shot, murder shot. Uh... <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm bored with GTA, you know, I, I have like $300 million. I've been playing it for seven years. You know, I have all the cars, all the bases. Like I've, I've done everything. I have a yacht. And it's gotten to a point now where I, I, I'll admit it. I troll a little bit. 
I do. It's because it, it's fun. So I have an oppressor and I'll go and I'll blow up some people and then I'll fly back to my yacht and turn my yacht defenses on and they'll come with their jet or helicopter and the yacht defenses will shoot it down. Um, and when you're on the yacht, you can't be hurt. So like people can try to snipe you from the shore and it just doesn't work. Um, I, I, try, I try not to do that often. But like when I get really <laughs> bored, I'll go on and I'll just screw with a whole bunch of people, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, and then there's the orbital cannon, which, you know, there's no hiding from. Uh, you, you pay, you pay seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars for one shot, automatically targeted. So it'll if the the target's in a vehicle, it'll just follow it, right? Um, yeah. It's just, it's the little things, you know. <laughs> I just, I um, wish, I wish they would add a flamethrower to the game. You know, um, I really um, do. But speaking of the or- orbital shots, that 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 was a blast of nostalgia for me for the old school original PC version of Command and Conquer. Um, when you played as the Brotherhood of Nod on that and won the battle, you got to pick a one of the seven wonders of the world plus the White House as a target to uh, take an ion cannon and destroy. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's the first uh, instance of the idea um, where I realized, oh hey, you know that looks like that could actually be a thing. Should I be worried or not? Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. I I guarantee it's up there. You know, look at uh, look at Brother Eye, right? Look at uh, you know the space base of of the uh, Justice League. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. I I I don't know, man. It could be. It could be up there. You know, there could be some stuff going on. You got Elon Musk and Bezos and all this other stuff. I mean, it's, you well, know, yeah, yeah. was well, it not to, not to mention not to get political again, but not not to mention all the um, quote unquote um, communist uh, countries whose um, sole purpose of, you know, GDP distribution is to build up their military. And that's been the case for over 100 years. So. Yeah, who knows what they've developed, right? So, <laughs> um, I is it Elon Musk is he's currently trying to build and manufacture um, robots that will go into outer space uh, and do repairs on space stations, and they they won't they won't need you know spacesuits or or food or any of that stuff, and the, you know he's he's trying to make these things, and I'm just thinking of Terminators. Mm-hmm. You, you know, we're gonna have Terminators. Everything is a smart car, smart car. You know, you remember the movie Smart House? Like, <laughs> it's it, it's it's a bit scary. I'm not gonna lie. Like, if I can have a house that'll do my dishes and clean up for me, cool. But like, if it's not gonna let us leave or like dissolve us into the floor while we sleep, like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's the uh, that's the thing about it too. Um, 
they're like, you know, uh, what was the line from Jurassic Park um, that uh, Goldblum said to the creator, the guy that figured out how to bring dinosaurs back? You spent so much time wondering if you could, you never stopped yeah. to ponder whether you should. Oh, <laughs> I, I mean, and then what was it? Uh, I, Robot with Will Smith. Terminator, mm. I mean, c- come on, you know. <laughs> uh, I mean, and I've I've never played. There's a game, Detroit Become Human. I haven't played that. Mm. Um, no, I'm, I've watched a, an hour of playthrough, mm. and um, like, okay, like, <sighs> there doesn't actually seem to be enough gameplay, and this is from a guy that like enjoys point and click adventure there doesn't seem to be enough actual gameplay there's plenty of choices to make yeah. but like there's a there's a lot of like just staring at nothing happening while you're making these choices right. it's literally like two people sit in a room and talk half the time it's like okay you, you can you have them driving at least <laughs> you <know>? yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um I mean, I'm playing. I'm currently playing through the original uh, Walking Dead, uh, like Telltale series. You know. Oh yes. And yes. There's. Um, I I just finished the first game. Um, and there was a lot of like point and click where you're like, hey, this action could affect whatever. This person is going to remember whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't get enough of like. I wanted to hit the zombies with a bat or shoot them with a gun. Like I wanted it to be more interactive in that sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. I mean, there's a little tiny, tiny bit of that, but again, not even really much choice. It kind of aims it for you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, which one are you on? Oh, um, I'm trying to think. So I just finished the first, um, game where it was basically like you're meeting clementine you know you're an escaped convict uh you know you're i i chose to pretend to be like a babysitter um (laughs) you know you you uh so like the very beginning i just beat that so okay i haven't moved on yet Um, okay so you're so you're still on the very first basically you're in the second episode of the first game yeah yeah okay yeah. All right. So I will stay as spoiler free as possible. Okay. I uh, I mean I have seen some gameplay online. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of like Walking Dead. I didn't start watching it until I already knew until like season four. Um. Yeah. And I had already known a bunch of stuff that was going to happen. Yeah. But it's still fun, you know. Yeah. The um. Let's just say um. Episodes two are well, okay. Episodes two through five are going to be a ride for you. Right. I, I envy you on your journey, sir, through <laughs> the first game, but also uh, the second game and the third game are very, the fans are very divided about. We'll, yeah. we'll put that nicely, and that's all I'll say, but yeah. <laughs> I got some Michonne stuff, which looks kind of cool. Um, um, yeah, you can actually uh, play that one independent of 
anything else. It doesn't connect back really. There's some um, there's some Easter eggs to find if you've played through the entire series. There's some Easter eggs that only the hardest of hardcore are going to notice, but otherwise it's a Michonne story that stands on its own. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that'd be good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know what else. Um. I mean, Anthem, I think, was a good game. I think people kind of crapped on it a lot, but I really enjoyed it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Right now, uh, what are what are you playing currently? I mean, other than the Walking Dead game, nothing really. Because, like, I got tired of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, I've just, Ooh, I haven't checked that out yet. <laughs> it's really good, but there's so much. There's it's such a gem packed game. It, oh, uh, so so it's really, 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 really large. They're it, not. Yeah, yeah, it's probably the largest Assassin's Creed game. And then, without giving any spoilers away, there's there's no spoilers. There's one part where you drink a potion to discover something, um, and you wake up in Asgard as a uh, uh, as a different person, and huh. you have to. It's almost like your adventures in Asgard is a completely separate game, but <laughs> also, also within the assassin's creed game like if that makes sense like it's a whole yeah. different game whole you know you're there for ages stories levels you know it's, its own gear like you see thor and loki um <laughs> not not like as we know them yeah in, in like marvel but like and and like Fen- fenrir and like it, it's just it's a bunch of stuff and it's it's overwhelming um and i've taken a break from it gone back to it gone oh god it's it's so overwhelming quit again. And it's just, it's kind of one of those games that I go to if I'm so bored out of my mind with everything else. Well, yeah, that's um, like, you know, the nerds are going to kill me, but back in the day, that's exactly how I treated uh, final fantasy seven because um, at first the original final fantasy seven, at first I was having a hard time uh, getting into the story because um, I, I didn't want to play a video game in which I had to read a bunch of stuff. So I was just fast forwarding through stuff. And then I went over to a friend's house and they're like, you're missing a really good story here. You really start over. I'm like, all right, fine, I will. So it took me from 97 to 99 to beat that game. Yeah. Because I, because I just kept getting exactly like I said. Like, I mean, like, you know, you get through it, you know, a, like you do a lot of work when you don't know and you don't have guides and you're just, you know, trying to level up. And then you come to find out, okay, that's only the end of disc one. Um, And I got two more discs to go. All right, screw that. (laughs) I'm going to play something that takes five minutes. Well, that's the other thing too, is like uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is such a ridiculously massive game and it's got a lot of perks. It's super fun, but again, it's overwhelming single disc, right? (laughs) Uh-huh. Uh, well, actually, I I downloaded it from the store, so technically I don't have a disc. But yeah, look at, look at um, La Noir. That was like three discs, right? Two or yeah, three. Yeah. So yeah, I love that game too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look how far we've come. You know. Yeah. 
Um, and and Elliot Noir is not even technically that old. Yeah, no, it's just if it's ten years old, it it, it got there this year, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, one one game I really want a sequel to is Mafia. I really want a Mafia four. Yeah. The thing with the Mafia series, um, in general, with the Mafia games, and I think this is a struggle um, in general, because um, I don't know if you would say sadly or not, but it's just like, the in, it, it seems mind-boggling to me as a, 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 you know, as a person who was in his tens in the 80s. Yeah. That, that um the gangster genre has like more or less it's not that it's gone away it's just that the people making it don't have the same care that it used to have if that makes any kind of sense it's like like it's just kind of thrown together not that the people making it don't care it's just that that like okay this is the budget we could get this is the best we can do sorry about that it well it's content that they're just trying to get out there. It's and and again, this might be controversial, but I was a huge Full House fan. Uh, okay, I absolutely hated Fuller House. <laughs> right. You know, I watched two seasons, and that was it for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and so yeah, I mean, so some sometimes they just kind of rush something out there to get something out there, and like Fuller House relied on a lot of jokes from like thirty years ago. And it's so cringe, and I hate it. Um, Mafia Three, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't played it. Um, one really thing that one big thing that really annoyed me about the game was that it was basically talking about your character in past tense, and basically saying he was, and you know, basically like, oh, cool, I'm dead, so I know no matter what happens in the game, I'm going to die. Like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but and and it's one of those games too where like your choices affect it so or certain choices so like you you can change the outcome of certain games or, or certain endings it's got like three or four different endings um which i really like oh yeah yeah the branching paths is always nice yeah um it's just uh i don't know i'm just like i'm trying to decide if the gangster genre in general is just like completely frowned upon today to the point that like the review bombing happens and then nobody wants to make even the movies anymore. I mean, and um, like not for nothing. I mean, I love Snoop Dogg as an artist, but uh, like there's nothing. Let me say this for the record. There's nothing wrong with party songs. Not a damn thing wrong with party songs. But there was nobody um, that hit on the mic harder than Snoop when he was going after somebody. And he's just so chill. You know, he's just so chill these days that it's like, I mean, like the the most threatening thing you'll get out of Snoop is that he's going to beat you at Madden. Yeah, yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, what happened, dude? <laughs> you know, <laughs> what happened? Oh, dude, I agree. I mean, and, and I think <clears throat> it is like, I can't speak for everyone, but like, and again, I'm only 29, but I had 
you know, messed up childhood. I was, I was violent. I was aggressive. And I think I'm at a point now mentally where I'd, like, I just want peace. Like, I don't care about petty squabbles. I don't care about any, like, if I don't want to do something, I'm not going to do it. Like, except for work, but like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Oh yeah. 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 Definitely. Definitely. Um, also, I would like to mention, you said he, nobody goes harder than him. And, and and to an extent, I agree. I would like to mention to Eminem's puke. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. that had bars. Yeah. Eminem. Um, it's like, I, it's one of those deals with Eminem and me where like, like clearly I can see the talent. Yeah. Well, but at the same time, like he's not really speaking to me. It's weird. It's weird when that happens. I don't like it because it's like, I mean, like because people ask you, "Hey, do you like that artist?" And it's like, okay, um, I know he's skilled. I just like I I I like one song. Yeah, I like one song, and it's "Lose Yourself," like everybody else. So, you know. <laughs> Like, I, I see the talent. Um, I wish he would start producing, but he's like, since he's a rapper and not a sports star, he's taking the MJ thing to the extreme and is probably going to die with a mic in his hand instead of, you know, producing somebody that would, you know, yeah, per, per, you know, presumably, you know, take over. But, yeah. Um, talking about music for a minute there was a super bowl commercial many years ago now that absolutely blew my mind because it was two worlds colliding it was a cell phone commercial featuring the prince of darkness uh the one and only ozzy osbourne uh starring opposite justin bieber (laughs) and and it was justin bieber at his worst it was justin bieber when he was fresh out the womb with that bowl haircut (laughs) <laughs> and and I remember at the end of the commercial he goes what the fuck is a Bieber <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just a duo that I never thought I'd see together you know oh yeah oh man speaking of music and you know we're we're we're, we're delving into um you know riskier topics throughout this thing so I feel comfortable <laughs> bringing it up yeah see um, one of my earlier, like, season two reviews was of a song by Ozzy Osbourne, Travis Scott, and Post Malone mm. called Take What You Want. And, you know, like, I love that song and everything like that. And I even enjoy, uh, to a certain extent, uh, Travis Scott's um, bars in that. But um with everything like it's like i'm just blown away because w- with everything that happened a, a few weeks back at that travis scott concert yeah I, I mean like seriously you know you you're aligned at least in some degree with ozzy osbourne's people who i know for a fact know how to put on a fun safe raucous show i mean so Ozfest, you know yeah how the hell did this happen you know <laughs> um yeah i mean speaking of like duos as well 
Ozzy came out with a new album not long ago that featured a collaboration with Elton John. Oh, geez. Elton John, very good artist. Big fan. Uh, big fan of Ozzy. Again, never thought I'd see the two together, you know? Yeah, not in a million years. I mean, no. like, there, there was a, I mean, you know, not to be stereotypical here, but there was a better chance of Elton John and Queen, you know, hey. <laughs> you know, yeah. and Queen and, and Queen's notorious about who they will work with. So I think a long time ago, something happened. So that rift has that that bridge was burned in the 70s, I believe. So, mm. you know, <laughs> which another controversial opinion. Uh, I don't mind Adam Lambert as the lead singer of Queen. It, he will never be Freddie Mercury. There'll never be another Freddie Mercury uh, ever. But he, I, I'm a fan of Adam Lambert. I watched him audition for American Idol and uh, just I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I don't know. Well, I mean, he, he's good. Here's the problem I have with Adam Levine. All right. Like Adam Lambert or Adam Lambert. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, um, if you listen to his band before Queen, you know, um, like it's almost like he's a different singer completely in Queen. And it's like, listen, I understand that these are how the notes are sound. I get that. I used to sing. Um, but, like, if his band was covering Queen, he would have sung it like himself. Yeah. And, and that sounds better than what he's doing. If that makes any sense. No, it, <laughs> it does. I mean, look at, I don't know, look at Ozzy Osbourne, like, if you've seen any recent video of him, there was a video of him not long ago reacting to the rap remix of, of Crazy Train. The dude can't really stand that well, can't really talk that well. You know, how did he come out with the whole album? Well, it's, it's all computers, really. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't know. I just I feel like if he had attempted to come out with an album in the state that he's in, it would have been absolute dog water. <laughs> yeah yeah but i mean that's what you get yeah, like he had a he had a very rough you know hardcore you know drugs and, and rock and roll and kind of takes a toll on you after a while and he's getting up there in age now too well yeah i will just look at um like i don't think anybody would have thought that uh david lee roth was um overly healthy you know, but um, like he was in terms of 80s rock stars, he was probably the most physically fit one out there other than somebody like Sting, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but um, you know, even he announced this year that he's retiring and it, all you got to do is look at um, even back in 2015, that last Van Halen tour and everything. It's like, oh, OK, your your best friend died. And you're performing like that, I probably wouldn't have even went on the Van Halen tour. He probably wouldn't have even went on the Van Halen tour if it wasn't Eddie asking him to come back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because even in 15, he wasn't Diamond Dave anymore. (laughs) I mean, look, look at, look at uh, Nirvana. Imagine if they had replaced Kurt Cobain. 
Yeah. I mean, tennis stopped, as far as I know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Foo Fighters uh, absorbed the remaining members because Dave Grohl, the drummer for Nirvana, founded yeah. and became the lead singer there. But like, yeah, they they never tried to go back. No, no. I <laughs> Grohl though, he's such a good guy. Um, uh, I'm I'm a big wrestling fan, and look at Undertaker. You know, uh, he's just retired, like this year i'm pretty sure yeah well he says that every year for the last 15 so we'll see but he's he's officially done done though i don't Mm. i don't see him coming back i mean the dude's like 100 now his body's taking well they keep saying they have something planned at mania and the dirt sheets are saying that it's going to be an in-ring kind of thing yeah and and I'm thinking to myself, if it's anything, if it's anything, it's commentary, it's uh, accepting some kind of award, or it's a guest referee. It's a shame that he's not in the Hall of Fame yet. Yeah. It, it really is. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I'm, again, I'm a huge wrestling nerd, so it's like, you know, there there comes a time, though, when everything has to end, like, the Hardy Boys is another great example. Like they left for a while. They went to you know AEW. Uh, they went to what was it ECW? Um, I don't even know if ECW is still a thing, but it <laughs> Impact Wrestling. Im- Im- but, that... but like, all right. So like, look at Jeff Hardy, right? So he's he you know his body's been through quite a bit, right? Both of the Hardy Boys, they've done swan dives off of you know all these things but also like jeff has had a ridiculous drug problem his entire career and they kept firing him bringing him firing him bringing him back and it's like the um when he lost to cm punk and left i thought okay i'm never gonna see them again and then what was it royal rumble i think it was uh just before covid hit was it 2019 i think they yeah they came back and I was like, I, I'm such a nostalgic person that like, uh, I'm, but I'm also like, okay, I'm happy to see them back, but how long is this actually going to last? Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like one of those deals, um, like, um, despite everything that, um, has came out about him since the eighties, mm-hmm. I mean, I was a huge Hulk Hogan mark and, um, like, even though if you keep up with the stuff and everything like that, I mean, he's, he's losing weight and uh, everything like that. Um, There's still plans to bring him back and a potential um, um, like in ring thing over in Saudi Arabia or whatever. And it's just like, you know, it's WWE's decision-making is questionable. To say the least, it's like, you know, like, like they're going to force Hulk Hogan in his current state to go on a Mideastern tour in order to be let back into the Hall of Fame. Um, what? <laughs> you know, also, WWE is going through a firing spree. Um, it seems like 
every couple of weeks they're releasing just a ton of people and they're calling it budget cuts, you know, <laughs> and it's, it's a bunch of no names. There's a couple, there's a couple high profile, like Mickey James. There's a couple others like, you know, I, I think Ryback was such a talented superstar. I think he had so much more in him for WWE at least. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Ryback's one of those that I sort of actually defend WWE about, and it's yeah. only because it's only because Ryback strikes me as a guy that, like, no offense, I'm sure he's a decent person. Yeah, but like, he strikes me as the person that thinks always thinks they're the smartest person in the room. Well, that's like Punk. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I was kind of surprised that wasn't a double let go because basically if I'm remembering correctly, they were that whole debacle started uh, with CM Punk's unrest um, because CM Punk didn't want to work with Ryback because he was stiff. Well, guess what? He was stiff. Yeah. Well, (laughs) he was very stiff. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I mean, a lot of people have complained about Sheamus being hard to work with as well. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. I think he ripped out one of Jeff Hardy's earrings at one point. Like, <laughs> like I yeah, know. But the, the difference is Sheamus isn't an a-hole. No, he's a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's the difference, you know? Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> I saw a video of him signing a jar of mayonnaise at a, at a, an autograph signing. <laughs> Like and he held up the jar of mayonnaise and he's like, this is the only one I'm going to sign. <laughs> uh, you can have a good sense of humor about yourself. I think that's that's pretty chill. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, you know, because like nobody believes if um, Seamus winds up hurting somebody in the ring, nobody, absolutely nobody that works with Seamus would believe that he did it on purpose, that he was trying to hurt them. Yeah, and, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and that goes a long way. And I think with both Punk and Ryback, there was a bit of that reputation, and it's just like you know. And I think for whatever reason, with Phil, CM Punk, yeah, uh, people just didn't believe him when he said, "No, listen, like I, I know you don't, I know you know I'm a re- really smart dude." And everything like that, but like I'm also kind of an idiot sometimes. That was an accident. I mean, I swear to God, it was an accident. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, he was just having too many of them in WWE was the problem. <laughs> I think I loved CM Punk's sort of meltdown um, when he would do truth bombs and he would kind of go off script and you know cutting his mic and and all that. I think it was whether it was genius scripting or actual him losing con- or them losing control of punk. I think it was brilliant. Um, and, that, <laughs> and now he's back in AEW, um, yeah. which is kind of like the go-to place for people that aren't with WWE anymore. Like everybody's going over there, you know? Yeah, I know. But the problem that I have um, with AEW still to this day, like, you know, catch me in five years. They're, mm. If they're still here in 2027, I'll tune in. Right. B- because it's WCW part two. It, it really freaking is. All, you know, all I watched WCW all through the 90s, and all it was instead of, um, 
like putting over anybody that they hired that might have been new and actually bring some energy to the product. You know, it was WWE stars that shine was off of them five years before that came in. And this is, I mean, how is that? Like, it didn't work for WCW. It's not going to work for AEW in the long run. You know, (laughs) unless WWE is looking to completely sell out to one of the cable companies, you know, and the McMahons are no longer involved at all, then all bets are off. But, you know. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I I agree. Uh, I haven't watched wrestling in a long time. I think the last time I seriously watched anything was it was Crown Jewel 2018, I believe. Um, Mm -hmm. They had DX versus the Brothers of Destruction, which was a matchup that I had been waiting to see literally my entire life. (laughs) It was, you know, and Shawn Michaels is bald now. Uh, he's he can barely stand because it you know again he's been through a lot injury after injury and and well, you know, yeah and at some point you just got to hang him up. I mean, Ric Flair, he look at that guy. You know, look well, at yeah, he had. Well, the one that um, surprises me, who I would think wouldn't be able to go anymore, but he just keeps blowing out his knees and getting them repaired. Yeah, and that's Scott Steiner, but he's still like I mean, if you watch the old Monday Night Raw from the invasion cycle of WCW when they came in in two thousand one, um, like that, and see that Scott Steiner, and look at him today, the only difference is is his hair got a little whiter. Yeah, it's like, are you a vampire, brother? What happened here? <laughs> like. Uh- yeah. Are they cloning him somewhere? And just every five years he matures and like Scott's been dead since the eighties or something. Like we're getting some wild four uh, chan level conspiracy theories here, but still. Oh. Like, <laughs> oh. Yeah, I mean those dudes. Oh, I you know and and it's it's hard when you find out things too. Like like you know people are getting older. You know their bodies going through stuff, but like. There was a thing that came out years ago that basically said Kane couldn't do choke slams anymore at one point. So, you know, he needed a lot of assistance to do a choke slam. Like, and again, I know you kind of do anyway. I know it's all scripted. I get that. But like, you know, you saw you saw the agile Kane that would like fly off the top rope, do that little roll uh, after he clotheslined someone from the top rope and like just. You know, you, you kind of see their style change, and now he's mayor of Knoxville, Tennessee. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, that's got to be weird. Well, yeah, yeah. Wish he would uh, keep his uh, opinions to himself sometimes, but yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm a, I'm like, I'm a huge nerd too. Like, when it comes to like behind the scenes facts, so like. I remember getting arguments with people being like, no, Kane and Undertaker really are not related. They're, I, I promise you, Kane was actually born in Spain. Like, he wasn't even born here. Like, and I, <laughs> they're just like, what? What are you talking about? But like, I spend a lot of my free time looking up facts. And like, for the Fair Enough talk show, I have a segment called Borderline Facts. And so every week, I list off four or five facts. Uh, and so I'm just, 
filled with useless information. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So am I. And that's why I'm glad that Google does exist. Yeah. So that I can, like, okay, if it'd be like, okay, Google, what the hell was that thing in that one movie? There. <laughs> you know. Uh, bring, back, bring back Ask Jeeves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that really should be. I, I I'm kind of surprised. Like seriously, that shouldn't have went anywhere. Yeah. Like that. That's the um. That's the thing about digital. I. I it's like the world, constantly. Uh, you know, all at once, just decided this. But like you know, like uh, when we went from telephones to cell phones, it still had phone in the name. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anything digital, whatever supplants it, it's like the last thing didn't exist. Right. And that bothers me about today. You know? <laughs> yeah, dude. I, uh, probably, I'm trying to think, probably uh, six and a half years ago, I went to D.C. Um, with my family. And we went to one of the museums and I saw iPods. In a museum. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I got to see a lot of cool stuff. Uh but iPods in a museum freaked me out. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, man. Cool, uh, original Ruby Red slippers from, from uh you know Wizard of Oz. Cool. Archie Bunker's chair, cool. Hey, the original Miss Piggy puppet, cool. iPods. <laughs> oh. Oh man, I remember. I remember my. I know it's off topic, but I remember my dad getting yelled at by Secret Service. Um, oh, but it's kind of their fault because, like, so we saw a car that literally said Secret Service on the side, and so my we were all like, "Hey, Dad, go get a picture with the car. Go get a picture." And so we like stood next to it, and a bunch of guys came out. And we're like, "Hey, yeah, you can't do that." <laughs> um. <laughs> And then whenever I try to date someone, I always tell them I'm a bad boy and I'm, I'm naughty. They're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, we, we, um, we got to sit in front of the white house. We got to sit so you could actually put your hand through and touch the lawn, you know? Uh, uh-huh. uh, and I allegedly may or may not have pulled a piece of grass from the lawn. <laughs> I think my hand shot off, but you know, awesome allegedly not uh, you know yeah 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 um i think i hear a knock on my door and get abducted (laughs) oh great but i had yeah i had a i had a friend who i used to play call of duty with and he was one of my greatest friends that i'd never met um one day I hear a helicopter in the background. And he's like, I think there's a helicopter above my house. I'm going to go check it out. I'll be right back. He never came back. Huh? This was like 15 years ago. Huh? Yeah. This was like modern warfare two, the original days. Oh, wow. I don't know if it was actually 15 years ago, but it was a while ago. 
Well, yeah, that, that that's accurate because like if it's original Call of Duty, that's 08 to 2011. Yeah, I mean, first I, four games. I was. I graduated high school in 2011, even though I was supposed to graduate 2010, and it was probably my probably my junior year, sophomore or junior year, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that time. <laughs> yeah, that would be 0809. I can't I can't play Call of Duty games anymore. I rage too hard. <laughs> I've always raged too hard. That's the uh that's the problem. Like yeah. I I I play uh I, I just bought uh the um NBA 2K22 for uh my Xbox One. I haven't upgraded yet. But um basically um I do play on there, I do play online, but I refuse to um put a headset on because I'm just not about the the drama of it. You want to message me and tell me I suck, okay, fine, or you want to get salty because I actually managed a block when you were already up twenty five points. Um whatever. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> um the last thing I'll say is I've been a fan of wrestling games for a long time, even though they're very copy and paste. Um, was it 2K20 had Roman Reigns and Becky Lynch on the front? And I hated the fact that they got rid of, um, like, if you play an online match, it doesn't show intros. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it doesn't show entrances. It was, I compare it to MySpace, like, you you know it, in WWE I would spend hours perfecting every little camera angle of an entrance every single bit, uh, and oh yeah you know and I would I would perfect my character and then you know that's what I did uh, for this game and then I went online and I was like wait a minute where's the entrance and they, they just don't have them <laughs> yeah. That's because um, um, you can blame the record industry on that one. They copyright struck the entirety of Sega over uh, YouTube streamers, uh, YouTube and streamers uploading videos with copyrighted music in it off of the 360. Right. And, you know, it's just, it's like at that point, it ruined it for everybody. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people want to blame the streamers, but it's just like, like, no. Well, I mean, yes, to a certain degree, it's like, you know, like maybe don't put the music in there. Maybe if you're recording, maybe use one of the default things included in the game so that that stuff doesn't happen. But people don't think things through. So, <laughs> um, and, and again, I'll shout out for any streamers listening, uh, go on Spotify. They have, They have a DMCA free playlist that's constantly updating. And Ooh. it's so good to have background music. And they have Corpse, they have KSI, they have like some big artists. Um, and then they have other stuff like background elevator music for like, what you know, uh, we'll be right back, you know, cutscenes, whatever. But yeah, DMCA free playlist, got a ton of songs. Just hit shuffle, turn the volume down a little bit because obviously you want people to hear you. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I love it. 
Yeah, hot tip, hot tip. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and, and nobody told me about it. Like, I literally like, hey, I want background music, DMCA free. Uh, nice. But, you know, we're always looking to have guests on, on the Fair Enough Talk Show, uh, found on Spotify and Patreon. Okay. You know, we'd love to, love to definitely have you on sometime. Um, we usually record Fridays, um, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's a good time for you, but we, we usually do that. Um, and then not, we, we have a guest tomorrow. Um, yeah. And next week it's just myself and another host because there's usually four of us, um, so yeah, but you know, de- I'd definitely be interested to hear what you think of of the uh, episode and and as things kind of go. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I I could probably um like because my schedule changes week to week. Yeah. But I but I could still probably like email in like a segment. You just give me a topic or an opinion, and then I could probably still email in a segment or something. If you wanted to do that, that would be a cool thing. Um, and then like, I, I want to say yes to next Friday, but I don't know yet because I got to wait until Sunday until my schedule comes out. So no, no. And, and it's cool. Cause like, we're, we're kind of excited, um, at fair enough. Uh, me and Benny are, are, it's just going to be the two of us, um, yeah. which we have not done in a very long time. So, you know, probably yeah. after that there, there's no pressure. There's not going to be any like last minute. If you don't do it, <laughs> like just. Oh. You know, just whenever you're, whenever you know that you have a Friday free, hit me up, and we usually do it over Zoom. Um, okay, I'm faceless on on Zoom, and, and 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 it's funny. My last point, I know I'm going off on a tangent. I posted, I used to wear fake aviators um, as my niche. Like you know how you have like Doctor Disrespect, you got a bunch of people with like disguises and stuff. Um, yeah, I would post on Instagram my face and glasses, and and nobody would ever see my eyes. That was the thing, and then eventually. <laughs> Eventually, I was like, screw it. I just want to be faceless. So I deleted all pictures of my face off of uh, Instagram and everything else. (laughs) But um, I know we'd be happy to have you on. You know, we got a couple of gamers. They're all sports guys. So, you know, they'd be happy to have you on. And uh, yeah, no pressure, you know. And I'm always happy to come on here again. Um, I'm not really doing my podcast, The Borderline Dad, anymore. I just just haven't really done it in a while. Yeah, Uh, yeah, no. No, it's tough to find time. Um, Like, I mean, I I put a real concentrated effort in the nerve of the phone here, but it's still like, I mean, like, I don't know. I I think I've just settled into a more, um, I guess, realistic pace because I only released 24 episodes last year, but my listenership, according to Spotify rap, went up almost 40%. So, yeah. so it's like eh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I as far as mine when I kind of felt like I did everything I wanted to do, um, I was moving away from mental health, which was like my main focus. Um, I started more talking more about like nerdy stuff, um, and then you know when I started, fair enough. I was still doing my podcast, but after a while, I kind of like just doing the one. Oh yeah. Um, and and now that my family, excuse me, is listening to my podcast, it's so much weirder. <laughs> you know, really, like when they started listening to it, I went back and like deleted episodes. Oh yeah, 
<clears throat> but but now, of course, I want to, you know, either co-host or host uh, a second podcast. <clears throat> Excuse me. Basically, you know, video games. Um, just kind of focusing on that, and uh, you know, and I'm and I'm always happy to co-host with you here. Obviously, it's been it's been a yeah. good conversation, and and yeah, yeah, cool, man. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Thanks for having me, and and uh, you know, two hours. We'll definitely have a lot of. Uh, a lot of audio. Oh yeah. What I'm what I'm basically planning to do is uh do two episodes. So nice. you know what I'm saying? Like basically that way I have enough time to edit both episodes uh properly. You know <laughs> it was like yeah. one of those. But um again, thank you, dude. It's been fun. <laughs> yeah. No, anytime. It's long overdue for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, been been long overdue for any guest really it just does like i don't know i'm still as much as i am into tech i i, I still prefer the face-to-face where i can do it and then like right. people just keep backing out and i'm like okay it's a pandemic i get it all right but yeah. <laughs> anyway dude thank you yeah no problem thank you man and uh you know feel free to come on like i said anytime uh mm-hmm. fair enough i'm happy to co-host or come on anytime here it's been great all right yeah i'll definitely look to do that we'll we'll see sometime either just before christmas or just after would probably be a perfect fit to come on to your show yeah um let's see season the season finale for us is the 17th okay um so that will be uh two weeks from tomorrow um, and I, I don't think that'd probably be a good, so it, honestly, looking at the schedule, it'd probably be better to, to have you on in the next season, which is, which will start in January. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So after Christmas would be good. Yeah. Catch up. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, bud. All right. I'll talk to you later. All righty. Peace, man. Hey guys and girls, thank you for sticking around to the very end of this episode. We appreciate it more than can be explained in the little tiny amount of time we have left. But we do appreciate it. Helps out the algorithm, helps out the show, helps potential sponsors know that our audience is engaged. So, thank you so much for that. Also, thank you to Jordan St. James of Enough Said talk show baby yeah all right so yeah thanks for coming on man i'll be on there eventually i have accepted an invite to come on their show so we will see how that goes (laughs) but yeah thank you for listening today thank you for subscribing and sharing over the phone podcast with everyone make sure you share it with your cats i swear i don't know why but cats do love me All right, as always, I'm your host. (laughs) You've been you, and we will see you in January for the next season of Over the Fall Podcast. Until then, stay safe, enjoy your holidays, and uh, we'll be back.